and that's how my modeling career started as well. They told me I was too short, too muscular, too dark. Like it, my story is a story of no. So no has become such a non-factor to me. If I get a no, I'm talking to the wrong person. That's it. Right. That's it. Cause, cause no doesn't deter me anymore. No is just a no for now. It's not a no forever. Get your water and keep some wine. I should have had some wine. With exposure, execution, and consistency, there is nothing you can't do. Just keep planting. Before we get into today's podcast episode, make sure you go to theresponsiblehunger.com and download the free money management guide that I have created for you. Most of the time when people are starting their personal finance journey, they know that they want to do better with their money, but don't know exactly where to start. The money management guide is a great way for you to look at what you have going on right now and to take steps so you can get better. Like, I don't want you to get overwhelmed like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to do this. No, I want you to have a seat, literally sit down, assess what you have going on, and the free money management guide that I created for you will do just that. So make sure you go to the responsiblehomeware.com or just click the description um, or just click the link in the description box below and go get that. You'll also be on my email list where I'll send out different tips, gems, personal finance stuff, business stuff, all of the responsible homegirl things. So make sure you click that link. Download that free money management guide and get your personal finance journey started because, baby, inflation, I'm feeling it. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning back into another episode on the Responsible Homegirl podcast. I am Kiani, the Responsible Homegirl, and this is a space that I have created so young adults can become financially responsible and wealth conscious. So the way that I do that is by one, sharing financial education And then two, interviewing amazing entrepreneurs who are building their wealth from the ground up. So if you've been rocking with me for a little minute, you know that I have a series called Think Like a Mogul, where I interview entrepreneurs who are either from South Carolina or live in South Carolina, because I want to expose the greatness that we have in our own backyard. So today we have no other than Miss Taylor. Y'all, let's get into these curls. The curls are popping, honey. Thank you for being on the podcast. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I've been following you for so long. I've been supporting your journey. And I'm so glad you got a little of me. Girl, you know I had to get you on the podcast. So, y'all, today we're going to just, you know, have a regular conversation with Taylor, just like I do with my other guests. And we're going to dig deep into, of course, how she grew up, her mindset, how she thinks like a mogul, and how she is really turning her vision her everything that she has in her mind to like a reality so stay tuned stay locked in with us if you don't have your pen and your pad go get it right now because we're gonna get all into it so taylor i always start off the podcast with asking my guests to give me an irresponsible financial decision that they've ever made (laughs) okay (laughs) okay all right, so for those who know me, the OGs who know me, uh, the party people who know me, they know I love to travel. I got the opportunity to kind of um, experience traveling for the very first time living in Greece. Um, I got to study abroad in my junior year of college. And ever since then, my travel book has just ignited. Mm-hmm. And so there was one trip that I took right before my senior year of college and it was a trip to the Grand Cayman Island and what I didn't know was it is one of the most expensive islands in the world oh wow um didn't know that till I got there and (laughs) and um I went with my best friend and we, you know, had our room at this resort. The resort was really nice and everything was just chef's kiss, right? But my bank account <laughs> wasn't matching what my reality was. And I know a lot of people, you probably seen it like on TikTok and everything where people are just like, baby, there's no budget for vacation. We figured out when we get back. <laughs> That's me. Listen, I was looking at the menu like, okay, yeah, can I have a kid's meal, please? I'm dead. Um, it, was, it was that bad. And it was so funny because when me and my best friend got back, 
we never discussed like could we even afford that trip so I think it was like a month or two after and I think I had brought it up like in you know joking and she was like girl I did not have money to go on that trip either (laughs) and we were just so dead at the fact that we both did not have money to go on this trip we were so hell-bent on going on this trip and then we didn't know that it was one of the most expensive islands to to go to until we got there um so do your research on where you're visiting also have a budget and have the finances before you actually go um and don't don't try to flex for on people just because Uh, that didn't help me it didn't help my bank account and (laughs) the pictures aren't even on my page anymore so it's just like (laughs) i will with the point exactly so definitely i'm all for experiences but i'm also all for being financially stable and also financially literate so that was probably one of the dumbest decisions i have made thus far mm-hmm. um and i still have money when i came back but it was like i was eating oodles and noodles for like a month straight like i had to work and like couldn't go anywhere else um, mm-hmm. I think think go ahead i think it's so funny how as friends we don't really talk about our money and then when we do talk about it, it's like jokingly, but we're going through the same thing. And it's so funny because that, and, and, uh, go, to go back to my best, like that is, I think one thing that now we're, we're so vulnerable with each other. We have gone through a lot together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always say she's the healthiest relationship I ever had yeah. um, or have because the level of vulnerability that we have now, like I can literally give her my bank account information right like I trust her with my life and there's nothing that I hide from her um not to say that we don't have boundaries with one another but now we're in a phase of our life and our relationship to where it's just like there's nothing you could do or say to make me not love you or make me feel less than about you so we might as well go through this together you know what I mean so that was huge for us that was kind of like a breakthrough moment for us too Mm -hmm. um because we come from financial backgrounds where there isn't much knowledge or information about it so we made a decision from that point on we will hold each other accountable financially um and grow together and build financial wealth together and that's what we've done and I'm I'm excited about our future together but more importantly that we we get this money and and we're keeping it and we budget it and all that good stuff I love that so much and we need more relationships like that. So, and it just brings another level of, of, of accountability. Like, since we want to go on this trip, but can you really afford this trip? Like, let's just be real about the situation. So I love that. I love that. Yeah. So now Taylor, can you tell my people who have probably been living up under a rock, who you are, what you do, and what kind of led into your creative journey, your entrepreneur journey? I know that's a loaded question, so take your time. Okay, so who am I? My name is Taylor Ramsey, but I go by T. Ramsey on all my social media platforms. I am a professional model and now digital content creator. Um, (laughs) This is my very first year of doing this full-time Um, I graduated in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic from college. Um, I am South Carolina born and raised. I was born and raised in Columbia, South Carolina, but I moved to Charleston in technically 2018, 2019 when I transferred to CFC to finish out my college career. And I have been here ever since. So I am a country girl at heart. My family is from the 843 uh, and the 803. So shout out, shout out everybody. But yeah, that's a little bit about me. Okay, so creative, I feel like I'm, I always say I'm really not that much of a creative person. And then you look at my life and it's like, girl, hush. But I started my journey online in 2016. So I started with YouTube. So YouTube was my baby for so long. Um, I actually started out as an advice column for an anonymous advice column for my peers because a lot of people would come to me asking for advice. And, you know, kind of through my life experiences, I felt like I had more wisdom than the average 16, 15 year old. Also, peak the gray hair. Yes. <laughs> Your girl is old. So, but I felt that that kind of needed to happen. And so I created this YouTube channel where people could send in questions anonymously and I would give them answers to the best of my ability. And it kind of hit off from there. And then uh, my senior, I was in my senior year of high school and then my senior prom came and I just kind of vlogged that journey of like the countdown and then my actual prom day. And then that video went viral. 
because people were able to see my family and all their crazy shenanigans and they got to see more of my personality and they were like we are in love so that's when I started vlogging full-time um on YouTube and then my channel just kind of grew from there I started uh vlogging my college journey and all that good stuff and my transfer and going overseas and all that good stuff and then um I stopped <laughs> I stopped and I was like girl this isn't working out like you need to get real you need to get a real job like everybody's been telling you to do and in 2020 March of 2020 I entered into corporate America I was working for an investment firm or hedge fund for um, one of the billionaires here in South Carolina, and I hated it. Mm. I knew that I was not walking in my purpose, and every day that I woke up, I got more and more depressed, Um, and it got to a point where racism and discrimination started to become just unbearable to the point where I was crying my way to work I was crying on my way home from work I was crying in the bathroom I was crying literally every single part of the day and by September 15th it had got to a point to where I was basically getting backed into a corner like I felt like I really didn't have a choice and I had a meeting with my manager she called like this emergency meeting with me and was basically just telling me I wasn't being a team player because I wasn't taking the discrimination and racism the way I guess I was supposed to. And I told her this will be my last day. You don't have to worry about me ever coming back because I don't feel safe here. Mm-hmm. And I walked out of there, tears in my eyes, my head held high, mm-hmm. but I walked out of there with my spirit literally crushed. I had no idea what I was going to do. I had no idea what my next step was. And I am definitely a type A person. I have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, and um, some cliff notes about one, two, three, four, five. Like that's just how I am. I am a very, I'm a very anal person when it comes to planning my life and always having a plan. And I walked out of the door with no plan. Um, and just a month prior to quitting September 15th, I quit September 15th of 2021. And just a month prior to quitting, I told myself that I was going to take my Instagram seriously. Mm -hmm. So in August of 2021, I had about 4,000 followers. By September 15th, no, by the day after I quit, I hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. And I was like, okay, God, I feel like this is a sign. (laughs) What you trying to tell me, God? What you trying to tell me? Y'all, the Patreon is on and popping. Check out this clip from last week's Tuesday Night Link Up where we discuss our book club, brand building, personal finances, and all of the things. I promise you, if you are looking for a like-minded community of women who are working towards financial freedom and seriously in their execution bag, the Patreon is the place to be. So check out this clip and then we're going to get right back into the podcast episode. But, like, I have not gotten a lot of sales. Right. Now, like, giving crickets. <laughs> no sales. So I'm just like, oh, oh, my goodness. Like, what what am I doing wrong? When you think about a mission, I want you to think about why your brand exists. Mm-hmm. So an example of a mission is the responsible homegirl helps young women become financially responsible and wealth conscious. So basically, your mission is I help X by doing why why am i selling this stuff why am i even in business in the first place really got to be deeper than the money to keep you going the whole first year the responsible home girl i made no money and i was still creating content um and so i kind of took that and ran with it but first and i want this to be known i took a mental health break for myself Mm -hmm. so i did not go look for another job Mm -hmm. i did not go full speed and I continue to post the um, consistently on Instagram to be on my platform but for that next entire month I was in therapy every single week I went on a vacation for my birthday um and I just had to literally reset mentally because even the day after I quit I woke up crying because my nervous system had become accustomed to being in fear of going to work every day so for the first week I just cried I cried I cried I cried I cried because my body didn't know what my brain knew that we were done with that place. Right. And then the reality hit of like, okay, sis, they giving you this last little, little 2000 something dollar check, 
And then you got to figure it out. Exactly. Like, exactly. You, baby, you got to figure this out. And thank God I was financially responsible. And I had saved up $10,000 already because I knew that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a big deal. That is a huge deal. And again, I was only there for six months. So I, I had an exit plan. I did have an exit plan, but I didn't want to leave for another year or two because I want to have a substantial amount of money saved because being in the creative industry, you have no idea when your next check is coming. I wish my father oh, like that. You know? Like we just be out here let God <laughs> be God. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know. We really don't know. So um, I gave myself a month off and I told my family because I didn't even tell my family I quit. Like I just told my mom and my dad and then that was it. Nobody else knew what I was going through. Like I didn't even tell my best friend. Like nobody knew. I, I just literally had to, and my therapist, like I just had to mentally reset because I was not well. Like I did not want to be here on earth anymore. Like I just did not want to wake up. And I had to be honest about that and get help. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my therapist was like, we are going to be meeting as many times as we need to until I know that you're okay, because yeah. I've never seen you like this and this is not okay. And the experiences that I was going through at this corporate job were very traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I didn't feel that way, my body did. Like I mentally had to recover as if I went through a traumatic situation. It was that bad. Um, so yeah, I got through that, took a month off, and then November hit, and I went full throttle. I started pitching to brands. Didn't know what the heck I was doing. Let's <laughs> let's be very clear. Yeah. All I knew is I I knew that I was supposed to be doing this. I didn't know how. I didn't know why. Like, I just knew that I was supposed to be doing this, and so I went full throttle. I mean, just blind, I dive right in. Yeah. I started DMing at least fifty brands a day. Um, and don't do this because Instagram will uh, halt your account from DMing anybody. So like maybe do 10 a day. <laughs> but I was DMing like 50 brands a day, letting them know like, hey, I really love you. Like I already use your products. Like here's some analytics. Um, who's your point of contact, right? Yeah. So I'm doing this every single day. Like by the by December, I had already reached out to oh, almost 200 brands. Talk about this ethic. Mind you, have not landed a brand deal yet Ooh. because what people don't realize, I was a full-time model. I was not a content creator. Mm-hmm. So I only know the model world and the model language. Yeah. So this is still a very new world to me. And there's very little overlap between the two because when I'm hired as a model, I show up, everything is already done for me. There's a photographer, there's a videographer, there's a makeup artist. I just show up and I kill it. That's right. my job. As a content creator, it's a completely different concept. I am the photographer. I am the stylist. I am the makeup artist. Everything. I, I am the production assistant. I, I, am the, I am my manager. I am like, there's so much that goes into it. And so there is and still has been a huge learning curve for me because I went from being just one little piece in the puzzle to being the maker of the puzzle. Like right. it, it was a completely different shift. And so there was so much learning going on in that time period and then I finally landed my first brand deal and <laughs> and, and my I don't I didn't know how to price myself I didn't know what the heck I was doing so I landed my first brand deal with the skincare company and it was like for $800 and I was like you know what I'll take it I'll take it, I'll take it. um and I think they initially offered like 300 or something so I felt good about negotiating and I was like girl yes <laughs> but in the meantime, people don't realize, like, I'm getting told no about all these 170 brands. Mm-hmm. And that's how my modeling career started as well. They told me I was too short, too muscular, too dark. Like, it, my story is a story of no. So no has become such a non-factor to me. If I get a no, I'm talking to the wrong person. That's it. Right. That's it. Because no doesn't deter me anymore. No is just a no for now. It's not a no forever. Since I got to pause you, because you already (laughs) gave us a lot that I need to unpack for the people. Because I don't want none of what they're saying to go over your head. So let's let's take a step back. For one, I want to just commend your boldness and your courage for saying like, okay, I'm not putting up with this. And these are things that I am not going to deal with and because of you advocating for yourself that is definitely probably one of the reasons why you had a conversation with your manager that ended up with you leaving and I just want everybody listening right now to know that in life you will have to make sacrifices but you don't have to take mistreatment 
you do not have to take just things that don't serve you that put your mental health in such a poor place. So that's the first thing. Now, the second thing that I want to talk about is, honey, the work ethic. The work <laughs> ethic. You took your time, you took your mental break, and you say, okay, you know what? I'm going all in. And I feel like sometimes when we get to a place where we de- we're defeated, it's kind of hard to pull ourselves back up. Um, but like you said, your life has been a series of hearing no, 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 no. So can you talk to my people about how did you stay motivated? How did you stay consistent to reach out to these brands? Every ah, Look, every single day and not hear nothing back, but then boom, all it takes is one yes. So first, I do want to say being in this industry, no, no is normal. No is normal. But also, you can't take it personal. And that's something I'm still learning. Yeah. Uh, Because as a black creative, we are already at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that. And I, I hate that that's even a fact. But we are already at a disadvantage, right? And although I've been told no in the modeling industry, it's different when you feel like they're telling you as a person and as a the best way I can describe it is they're they're denying you like all of you because you put so much into your content you feel like your content is you but via therapy I've learned like I'm I'm not my content it's a part of who I am but it's not all of me because you don't even get 90% of me in my content I'm just giving you bits and pieces right so one separate yourself from what you're doing because it's not who you are so that's one (laughs) and two I had I just had this deep knowing I can't even explain it like I just know I'm supposed to be doing this yeah I know I'm supposed to be doing this and so and I tell myself this every day because even yesterday I got discouraged and discouraged being discouraged is okay because it's just a feeling and feelings are fleeting right they don't last they always pass right Mm -hmm. so I have, I always continue to tell myself, like, even if I don't make another dollar doing this, if I don't gain another follower, and if only one person hears my message for the rest of my life, am I okay with that? And the answer is always yes. And that's why being told no will never deter me because just like, okay, you say no, but I say yes. Mm -hmm. You say no, but God says yes. And his yes is bigger than any no that anybody could tell me. So I keep going and I keep saying yes every day. Right. I'm so happy that you brought up the piece about identity because I feel like as creators and even entrepreneurs, we can get our identity wrapped up in what it is that we do. And I will never forget, girl. One time I was listening to a podcast and the man said, he was like, we are not what we do. We get to create as a byproduct of understanding who we are. So I was like, hold up, let me rewind that back. (laughs) We get to create as a byproduct of understanding who we are. Yeah. But what does that tell me? That in order to really do all the things that we want to do, be all who God has created us to be, we need to understand who he created us to be. And the only way that we can understand that is by one, spending time with ourselves and spending time with him. So thank you for bringing that up. And can you talk to my people a little bit about just the mental journey and I would say the spiritual journey that it takes or that you kind of went through or are going through right now with building up your creative and entrepreneur journey. And I do want to say this because a lot of people think I just jumped into this entrepreneur journey. I had a whole skincare business before I even started as a, (laughs) before I even started as a content creator. (laughs) So before I even, I started as a professional model, I created a skincare company. Um, and then God told me to shut my skincare company down so I could pursue modeling full time. So imagine God telling you and giving you a vision for something and then telling you that you got to stop it to pursue something else. Yeah. And my skincare business was my baby and it was booming. I was making money. I was happy. Yeah. (laughs) So I want to preface that because it's just like, I was okay with where I was. I was okay with what I was doing. Like, I was good. You know what I mean? And so I think (laughs) my yes is really that that's, that's it. This is my yes to God. And I'm not a person that says yes off rip. And I want to be very transparent. Like I tell God, hold on all the time, because it's just like, 
but I thought we had just agreed on. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm very real with God. I'm very like I me and God, we 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 cousins. Like, you know, you're like we 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 like this. Yeah. So I talk to him as I would talk to a friend, as I would talk to one of my girlfriends, just like even though he's my heavenly father, I get that. But at the same time, we might have a little beef right now because yeah, it's relationship. It's like, yeah, yeah. And so for me, this journey has just been about believing in me, which then helps me to believe in him more. Yeah. Because for the longest, and I I think <laughs> this is a testament to my social media journey as well. For the longest, I, I just didn't believe that I could do this. Like, mm-hmm. I've always had the vision of wanting to be a content creator. I just didn't think I had nothing important to say or people would even listen to me. So I was just like, I would give like 50% and then I would take two months off and I would come back and give like 70 and then I would take uh, five months off. So when I told myself and I told God, like, if I give this 100%, and I fail, and I nothing comes of it, then I know I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, and I'll figure out what my purpose is. Like, you know, I'll continue to unravel that. Right. And in 30 days, literally, and ever since then, I've been growing, and I think that, and like I said before, I, I just think that the more that I believe in myself makes me believe in God more. And I'm a very skeptical person. Like, I'm not afraid to say that. I'm very skeptical of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I question God all the time. Um, but also that's how I learn. I learn off my curiosity. Yeah. So I feel like, and even now I feel like I'm in a season and I was having a conversation yesterday. I just, I, I, I know that I'm going to make an impact on this world. I know that I have already made an impact on this world, but my question right now is God, when, mm. when is it going to be my turn? Yeah. Because I don't feel like it's my turn right now. So yeah. God win. Yeah. One thing that we talked about before we started this episode, I was telling you like how I just love that your platform is more than cute outfits and a pretty face. And you talk so much about your journey, being transparent and encouraging people to show up and find their purpose and do what it is that God has called them to do. So my question to you is in your journey with things not necessarily working out, like you said earlier, you don't know when you're going to get your next check. All of this stuff. You said earlier that you just had this deep knowing. Can you speak to the girl who is listening right now who may not be as confident, who may be dealing with some self-doubt? Can you give her something that she can kind of leech on, hold on to, so she can get rid of that and be all who God has created her to be? So this is a, a example I use all the time. If and I am um, somebody who wears glasses. So if God gave me this vision, this vision specifically for me, that requires a, that requires a very specific prescription. Mm-hmm. And I have this vision, this prescription, it works perfectly for me. I see clear. Once I get to this prescription, I see 2020, right? Right. But you're like, hey, you know, my vision has been a little off. Let me borrow your glasses. Mm. I give you my glasses. We might have the same prescription, but the vision won't be the same because it was never meant for you. Right. Right. So it's it's like, and I, I, I use that analogy because a lot of people doubt themselves because you're waiting for somebody to receive your vision. It's never going to happen. God didn't give anybody else the vision because it's yours and yours alone. And a lot of people are afraid to go on this journey alone. And you cannot be afraid to be alone on the journey because you won't be alone forever. Yeah. You won't be alone forever. And you don't need everybody to get the vision. You have to just start moving towards what God is telling you to do. Yeah. Budgeting is not about restricting yourself. Budgeting is about planning. The reason why you haven't been sticking to your budget is because you are putting these hardcore constraints on you and it's just not working. Do not make budgeting something that you regret, something that's going to be your prison. 
No, budgeting is all about planning, and this is exactly what I talk about in my lifestyle budgeting ebook. I am so passionate about teaching people how to budget because it is literally the foundation of financial freedom. I know you are probably watching this podcast episode because of the cute title, or because you're inspired by this business owner, or you need to learn more about personal finances. Where I'm here to tell you, once you get your budgeting down pat, everything else flows from it. So click the link below and download the lifestyle budgeting ebook now this is the 2022 edition so i went back added some more stuff to help us fight inflation fight this future recession and all of the things that can possibly come our way when it comes to personal finances so like i said before budgeting is not about restricting yourself it is about planning get my full process my full guide to how i manage my money without stress click the link below and download your 2022 edition of the lifestyle budgeting ebook and I got something special for y'all. For all of you who are listening right now on the podcast, use the discount code PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, for 10% off of your order. So use the discount code PODCAST for 10% off your order. And let's get right back into the episode. I just want to say with every step, like there has been so much confusion in every step. And yet I still move. Like you move confused, move without the clear, without all the clarity, just move, do the thing that God tells you to do. Even if it's okay, well, I feel like God telling me to post a video today. I don't know what it's going to do. I don't know, but I just keep moving towards whatever God is telling you to do. And soon you'll look up and be like, oh, wow. Like I'm a lot further than what I thought I would be from where I used to be. So like my biggest thing, just keep moving. Don't allow other people's opinions or judgments on your specific journey to deter you from what you're supposed to be doing. Because if I would listen to family members, friends, colleagues, peers, teachers, advisors, I would be miserable doing something, not making anywhere near what I could be making. Right. Because of what they, the the fear that they projected onto me. Right. One thing that really stood out to me, and it's something that God literally had to work with me through because I used to struggle with it so bad, was seeking other people's validation. And that goes hand in hand with doubting yourself and waiting for other people to kind of come along and hatch onto your vision. Like I literally have a sticky note on my computer right now. It's right here. And it says, I am qualified. I am my own validation. And I want everybody listening to really understand that. Like I used to be, and I'm being very transparent because I know other people can relate to this I used to be the girl who lived for the praise of other people the applause the claps for other people so when I didn't get that praise and I didn't get those claps that did something to me so I'm like okay God please work with me on this because I don't need to be this impacted when my content doesn't perform the way that I think it should perform or when I reach out to a brand and I see that they read it but they did not reply to me like what what's going on (laughs) what's going on so I need everybody listening to really take what me and Taylor is saying as like you don't need other people's vision people tell you no tell yourself yes every time you show up consistently you are telling yourself yes period 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 so Taylor I don't know if it was in 2020 or 2021 when you had your um I don't know if it was a brand deal or if you were just modeling for express Yes, my campaign. Yes, so you were everywhere, and I was here for it. I probably still have the screenshot in my phone, because when it came across as an ad, I was like, ah, I know her. So can you talk to me about how that came up, and how was just that experience as a whole? Um. Yeah, absolutely. So that actually came about um, via my Instagram, and this is why I tell models or people who are just seeking out content creation. Um, but specifically models, it, use your Instagram as your portfolio. People mm-hmm. are watching. People are watching you. People are watching you. People are watching you. People are watching you. Even if they don't follow you, people and brands are watching you. And what people don't realize is brands like to see you grow. They like to see your evolution. And so while they may not say anything to you directly, these PR companies are keeping you on their back burner. Like they are like, okay, in about a month, we're going to check back. Um, so. Basically, their brand marketing team were looking for models in Charleston, South Carolina. 
um, and they were going through the hashtags, and they found me. Mm. Um, and they could have chose a lot of different models, but I believe I'm qualified, and I believe that that campaign was for me. Period. And so they reached out to me. I did not have, still don't have a modeling agency. I've in my own representation. Um, and they reached out to me via email. Was like, hey, we actually have a campaign, a summer campaign coming out. We'd love for you to model. Um, and we need you to basically be ready to shoot in like three or four days. Like it was such a fast turnaround. Um, and I was like, huh? <laughs> because I had been modeling by that time, I believe only for like six or eight months. Like I, wow. at that time, professionally, like I, I just, I started modeling professionally to March of 2020. Like I'm still very new to the industry. Um, and at that point I was still learning so much. I didn't know about usage rights. Like I was just out here. Yeah. Just showing up. Right. Um, and so I, you know, talked to their team and I actually reached out to an influencer that I knew. Um, shout out to Megan Pinkney Rutherford. I reached out to her um, because I had worked for her. She had hired me to model for one of the campaigns, uh, clothing campaigns that she had. And I knew that she was in this industry for longer than I was. I know she didn't know about modeling, but I knew she knew about negotiating. She had a manager. Um, and thank God she was open and willing to help me. She got me in contact with her manager. Her manager basically helped me to break myself with them. And it ended up being a five-figure um, campaign for me. And that was like my first, <laughs> my first big like campaign ever. Right. Um, and they flew a videographer in. It was so crazy because I didn't know anybody that was supposed to be a part of the shoot. Like I got hired last minute. Everybody got hired last minute and it was such a fast turnaround. I ended up actually shooting with the photographer who was responsible for it literally like four weeks before we had just met. So wow. I was like, God worked it out perfectly. The production team that I usually work with, she was a production assistant. She was a, no, she was the producer for the entire shoot so everybody I knew except for like one person the videographer and he was so cool so I felt like I was around family the entire shoot they hired um a sprinter for me to change in and ride me around all day like I had a makeup artist it was just like a full-on experience and I just remember going the entire day like I was I was in my bag that day like I, I was really in my bag that day and I just remember it was like a 10-hour day and I just remember being so energized throughout the day. And it really ignited a fire in me where it's just like, this is my purpose. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I could do this for 50 hours, mm-hmm. not eat, not drink, and and be okay. Yeah. Still be giggling, laughing, making everybody on set feel comfortable. Like, And I'm a person to where my prayer before every shoot is God use me and God, whatever I'm here to do, whoever I'm here to uplift, allow me to do that. Like, I know I'm not ever showing up on a set just to model it's right. always more than that and so I feel like I was able to connect with people uplift them while still walking in my purpose and doing what I was supposed to do end up being a three-month campaign I was in stores all across the nation mm. um and that was a pivotal moment for me um because it made me realize that one I could really do this like I could really really do this because yeah. at that time I was only modeling for like small boutiques and like um doing little deals with like gas stations, like Circle K. I had a brand deal with Circle K and like skincare companies. So like still making money, but it was not five-figure campaigns. Right. And that and my corporate job, working in the hedge fund, seeing six figures come across my desk every day, six-figure checks, seven-figure seven tra- wire transfers, signing off on properties as a witness. Like it exposed me that I can make this kind of money. Like it's not just for a certain group of people. Like I... I can do this too. And so that experience made me realize like, okay, if you can have this experience and you can close this deal, there's more to come. Mm -hmm. And so that just kind of really was like, okay, that was like my turning point when I was like, I can do this. I can really do this. Yeah. I love that so much for you. And every time I saw, cause I didn't see any of your um, photos in person, but I did see, girl, they were on my Instagram. Hey, (laughs) <laughs> every time I was watching the story and it came across the ad and that fresh, fresh. Really good. 
Like, it made me feel good seeing somebody that looked like me, that is young as me, full of life. I actually know her. Like, that just does more than, like I say, just a cute face and a cute outfit. Yeah. It shows other people that, hey, if you want to do this, of course the journey is going to be tough. Of course everything is not going to go the way you expect it. But you can do it. Yeah. I love that for you. Thank you. I love that for you. And I just love the support that I got the entire, like, people from elementary school, high school, like my old, my old university, teachers, cousins, like they were in the stores like this, taking pictures. <laughs> oh, like, oh my gosh. And my parents were so proud. Oh my God. I just, it felt good to know that people knew my story and knew that I got told no so many times in this industry. And just to see that they were just as excited about me winning as they would be themselves. That's what, that's what did it for me. It wasn't that I got the opportunity or I got to be, you know, in the store on a billboard or whatever. It was that people saw themselves in me. And that's always my goal. If I can do it, if you see me do it, then that gives you permission to do it. Like I'm not doing it just, just to flex. I'm doing it because I want you to know that you can too. And whatever your it is, you can do it. Like it doesn't matter what it is. It just means if you see some, and to me, I always say this, when you see somebody else winning, that just means God is in the neighborhood. Ooh, talk about it. It It doesn't mean that it's not coming. It means he right around the corner. He coming to your hood too. You know what I mean? So he's coming, it just gives you permission to keep going. Right. All of that. And I don't want y'all to discount two major things. One, her perseverance. So like every, like a common thing that I've been hearing you talk is I've been told no, I've been told, I've been told no. (laughs) But that doesn't mean you stop. You kept going. And then the second thing is your work ethic. Will you still create content when you get in 12 likes and when you get in 1,200 likes? Will you still show up when people leave you on red or when you when people like they're seeing your content, but they're not engaging with your, with your content? And I feel like that is a testament to what actually God wants to see from us. Like, will we be faithful with the little things so he can bless us with the big things? Like, that's biblical. You gotta be faithful. Faithful. You better say that. You better say that. So Taylor, before we go into our soul food section, I know that there are plenty of people who are listening who may want to become influencers, content creators, models. If you have, I would say just like maybe three steps for how somebody can get started and actually be consistent, what would you tell them to kind of give them a boost for their journey? Um, okay, so first, I know this is so cliche, but be yourself, mm-hmm. be yourself when you show up as anybody else. It one strips people of actually getting to know you and liking you to determine if they want to follow you, right? And two, it's hard to keep up a facade, talk about it, it's so hard. So whether I get on live, whether I'm posting a picture, whether I'm posting a reel, I am me. Mm-hmm. Regardless of whether you like it or not, I'm me and I'm okay with me. Yeah. And I will never have to try to justify anything that I post because it's me. Right. And it's authentic to who I am. So the more you show up as yourself, to me, I feel like the the more you allow people to love you mm-hmm. because you're showing up as you like and also I realize the more that I love myself is the, the more permission I give other people to love me too because when you're not showing up as yourself people don't have the opportunity because you're you're giving them a representative you're not giving them your your full self yeah um, so that's one be authentic uh be yourself don't really follow the trends. If it, if it's not true to who you are, don't don't do it because you never want to go back on something you posted or something you said because you were trying to follow a trend. You know, don't do that. Two, as far as consistency, batch your content. Yes, batch <laughs> your content. What does that mean to batch your content? So to batch your content just means to take one day or days to shoot all of your content. So for example, while I was working in corporate America, I was working from 8.30 a.m. 
until five o'clock PM, which means, and when I was working um, from March until September, the sun was coming down at five. Right. So on my way home, there was no sunlight. And even though I have these ring lights, it wasn't giving. Yeah. So on Saturdays, every single Saturday, I would batch shoot for the entire week, which means I was shooting about 20 to 30 reels in about four to five hours. Mm. And on Saturday mornings, I would go out and shoot actual outfit content. So my entire Saturday wasn't spent brunching. It wasn't spent going out on dates. It wasn't spent <laughs> um, going to the clubs. My entire Saturday was spent um, creating content, creating content concepts, and editing content. I remember on Saturday nights, I would be in the bed editing all my content for the upcoming week. Yeah. And then Sunday, I'll be getting ready for work on Monday and just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And to me, you do, you make a priority for what's important to you. And it was very important for me when I made that decision. I told God, like, if I get this 100%, either you're going to show up or I'm going to quit because <laughs> there's no in between. <laughs> so I knew that I had to give my 100% because I wanted, I didn't want God to have no reason to come to me and say, well, you really didn't do what you were supposed to do. Like right. you say you can give a hundred and you gave 80 and I know what your hundred percent looks like. So batch your content. And that's what I would say. So if you have a nine to five, if you have a nine to five and a side hustle, if you really want to do this, whether it's being a model, whether it's being content creator, make time for it, prioritize it, get that content out. Because what people real, don't realize is it's in the beginning. It's really not about quality. It's just about getting it out because the more content you produce, the better you get. There are some reels on my page that I wish I could delete right at this very second. I wish nobody would ever see, but that's a part of my journey. That's a part of my story. And I would never negate my beginning just because I had better quality. Now I got a new lens or I got a better camera. Like that's how I started. And I am proud of that because I showed up. I showed up with the nine to five. I showed up while I was depressed. I showed up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I would never try to hide that part of my journey simply because it wasn't cute or the real was low right. quality or it, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's your content. Three, I would say, hmm, what's the third one? <laughs> Understand your why. Because a lot of people see YouTubers and content creators getting flown out and um, getting brand deals and having these perfect feeds and aesthetic timelines when in reality, that is only about 5% of the job. I almost dropped a tear because they don't know. Let me let you in on the secret. Come in close, y'all. Come in close. (laughs) This is not a pretty career. This is not... This is not for the faint of heart. Mm-mm. Monday through Friday, I am looking busted and disgusted. Please know. Like, I am going emails, meeting with my manager. Like, I, it is not pretty. I am battling with my own negative thoughts. Like, it, yeah. because uh, a post didn't perform well, or I got told no after being told yes for a brand deal. Like a lot of the glitz and glam that you see is literally only 5% of it. So if you don't understand your why, you will burn out so easy and so quickly and you will question yourself and your worth and your purpose because you're not doing it with a, with a, a, a genuine why. Right. Like I, my why is because I know that I'm supposed to be motivating other women to go after their dreams. Even if it's not modeling, even if it's not content creation, I know that my story is supposed to help other women. And that is my purpose. I am here to help and ignite a fire in you to where you believe so much from my story. You believe so much in yourself that you actually go out and do what you said you was going to do. That's my why. Thank you. Yeah. So if you don't have your why, you will look at my life and say, oh, I want to do what she do. Mm. But you don't realize that there's a burden that comes with this as well. And just because I don't show you the burden of it doesn't mean it's not there. Because we make it look so easy. Right. So easy. Right. And And people don't realize that. So under really understand your why. If it if it if your why is money, kudos to you. But that is not enough 
to last you. It's not it's not enough to have a, a long-term career in this industry. Yeah. You will get burnt out. I don't care how good you are, how much of a Christian you are, you will get burnt out in this industry. But you will come back if your why is genuine. So those are my three, I think. Thank you so much for that. And it's so, just so much that I can pick from that, but I will just like to touch on this. Um, that really stood out to me was the fact that you just have to show up. I feel like sometimes people are so concerned with how they show up that they don't show up at all. So you may not have a camera. You may not have a very expensive lens. Baby, we got $1,000 phones. Y'all better not work. If all you have is your phone, that's <laughs> enough. Yeah. You, listen, all you have, like all you have right now is all you need. Yeah. Remember that. Like I, you don't need the cameras. You don't, well, you need you. And people forget that you are the special sauce. It's not your camera. It's not the lens. It's you. Right. You are the special sauce. So like, don't ever forget that. Because if my camera broke right now, baby, okay and we're gonna be right here with it and we're gonna keep going up because a camera not gonna stop me from doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing you know what I mean like you have to have that kind of mindset towards it um so yeah just keep going I literally had the tattooed on me keep going I don't have I I can't quit I can't I can't stop yeah quitting is not an option it's not this um podcast episode was so good it fed me fed my soul like I knew it was going to so now we're about to get in our soul food section. So Taylor, I just want you to tell me the first thing that comes to the top of your mind. This episode is sponsored by Kickoff. Kickoff is one of my favorite credit building apps because they don't have any interest. They do not check your credit score to approve you. And there are so many benefits that you get. And they report all of this stuff to two of the major credit bureaus, TransUnion and Experian. So if you know that you are looking to increase your credit score, you need a little boost, you need a little help, download the Kickoff app and create your account today. Another thing that I really love about this app is they have something called a credit building loan. So you pay $10 a month into this loan, and at the end of the year, you get your full $120 back. Y'all, that is literally unheard of in the credit building space. So take that into account, and if you are looking to increase your credit score, make sure you go download Kickoff. No interest, no fees, no none of that. $5 a month to build up your credit score. Click the link below and create your account today. Now let's get right back into the episode. Those okay. of you who have been rocking with me for a little while, y'all know I'm from King Street, South Carolina. Love food. <laughs> Love soul food. Soul food is my favorite. So my first question for you, Taylor, is what is your favorite soul food dish? Mac and cheese. Okay. I should have expected that. Mostly all of the people who I interview, they say macaroni and cheese. And I shouldn't say that because I'm lactose intolerant, but we're not going to talk about it. Not your stomach being shambles after. (laughs) Every time, every time, baby, every time. But I was just telling somebody else this, like, I only really eat it on Thanksgiving. Like, I go, I pig out on Thanksgiving, and then I, like, skip it every other holiday. Wow. That's so good. Thanksgiving mac and cheese. It different. (laughs) So next question, I feel like right now we live in a time that's very microwavable. People want things fast, in a rush, in a hurry. I'm even guilty of it. So can you give me a story of when something had to cook in the slow, I said no, when something had to cook in the crock pot for you, so slow cook in the crock pot. I I think it's my career right now. I think I'm definitely still in the slow cooker. Um... So my, okay, so as I said before, like I grew from 4,000 to 10,000 in a month. That is very fast. Yeah. Um, and currently I am at 31,000 and I think I started the year with 21,000. Yeah. Um, so that's 10,000 in a span of five months, roughly. Right. Um, and as someone who is also very guilty of wanting a microwave success, I have to constantly remind myself do I want to build community or do I just want to build fame? Mm. Because there's a difference. Yeah. Um, and I always go back to community. I can name right now at least 15 to 20 of my followers by name. 
Mm-hmm. because I DM them, I send them voice threads, I talk to them, I know their mama name, I know their baby, I know they just had a baby. Yes. And to me, that's important because, again, my purpose is to inspire other women to go after their it. Yeah. And I can't do that <laughs> if I don't have a community to do so. Right. So while I would love to have 100,000 followers by tomorrow, I know and realize that every good thing in this life comes with a weight. Mm-hmm. And I always remind myself of the, one of the very first stories in the Bible about Abraham and Sarah. Yep. If they could wait that long for a promise, what is a year to and me? And they waited, honey. What they is yeah, literally like dang near decades? Like, so what is a year to me? Mm-hmm. What is two years to me? What is six months to me? But And then I just go back to this deep knowing. God gave me a very, very clear vision. Sometimes it's blurry, but I get the picture. Right. And so would I rather wait for everything that he's promised me and more? Or would I rather just have the vanity and metrics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm in a season of literally daily renewing my mind of, sis, it's not overnight. Nothing is overnight. Every overnight success you've seen, it's been 10 years in the making. Yep. This is my very first year as a content creator. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing amazing. Yeah. But to me, I could be doing a lot better. You get what I'm saying? So it's all about perspective. And I, I have to constantly tell myself, baby, this is just the beginning. Just the beginning. This, this is just the beginning. Yeah. You are only 23. Relax. Right. Ooh, girl, that's me. I'd be like, Kiani, calm down. And, and I literally, and if I didn't have the village that I have, like I would not be as mentally well, honestly, because they constantly remind me of like all of my accomplishments. And it's not about my accomplishments. Like I know I'm meant to impact people. Right. Like one of my biggest goals in life was to start a scholarship. I did that last year. I met the first recipients this year. And now I'll be able to help people financially to go to college. Like, that's important. And you're 23. Right. Exactly. So I, I'm in that season now. Like, I don't want my success to be a, a one-hit wonder. Mm-hmm. I want to last like Oprah. So if that takes 15 to 20 years, it takes 15 to 20 years. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. But it's just a constant renewal of my mind and knowing um, that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing and however long that takes, it takes that long. Yeah. And it's going to be so worth the wait. So worth the wait. It is. Everything in my life thus far has been worth the wait. God, whatever you want to see my husband too. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode. That's a yeah, you do that too, but <laughs> these streets are a little dangerous, but I'm not even gonna put my mind on that right now. I'm gonna just go to the next question. <laughs> so the next one is the itis. You know, after you eat a really good meal, you just wanna lay on the chair, you're tired. Tell me something that you are sick and tired of seeing in regards to either money or business. I am sick of people. I'm sick of seeing people share their numbers, but not share the real behind the numbers. So I'll give you an example. So say I make Mm $10,000 off of a brand deal. Right. 20% goes to management. 20 to 30% goes to the government. So we'll just say 20 and 20. That's 40. So I have 60 left. For me. Right. 20% gets reinvested back into the business for clothing, for camera, for production costs. If I have to rent an Airbnb to shoot a campaign, whatever the case is. Right. I might only see 1500 to 2000 of that, but I'm posting that I made 10000 20000 30000 a month. No, I didn't. Exactly. No, I didn't. You did not. And you're not being honest. Right. If you are running a business, you never see 100% of your money. Ever. 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 Show me them expenses, please. 
please show I'm off. So while I do love seeing people win and I'm all for you posting your numbers, I want you to post all the numbers because that was your gross total, but you're not showing all the expenses behind that. So you did not take home 10,000. You took home two and two is just as good as the 10 because you're paying people to help you to expand your business, to expand your brand or whatever the case is. And you're paying them their worth. But at the end of the day, Baby, you ain't make no $2,000. Right. It's very inspirational, but it's not real. But but then, and because when I, I remember when I first opened my skincare company, I was like, oh my God, it's like, oh, I made 2000 in two days. Like, this is lit. Like, my first two days of business. Like, okay, period. Like, I probably have a $10,000 a month. Oh, you have to reorder. You have to, oh, so I have to stock up again, and that's 5000 exactly oh i have to oh it okay so now i had to spend a thousand dollars because i wanted to everything to be personalized now that my orders are going up my expenses are going up so the income that i thought i had coming in and i only really took home five hundred dollars because i had to reinvest everything back into my business so i'm sick of seeing that and i'm not sick of people sharing their numbers i'm sick of people not telling the whole story exactly share your gross but also share the expenses share the invoices that people are sending you so you can maintain the lifestyle that you're living or maintain the business that you're running because nobody nobody is taking home ten thousand. because when i was looking at people when i was starting my business i was like oh period like they make it twenty thousand a month like oh i'm about to be lit i'm about to be going on vacations when you have a business that money that business money ain't your money baby two totally separate entities Two totally separate entities. So you, the individual, could be broke while your business is booming. <laughs> like people, people really don't realize that. Yeah. You, like if you think about it, and that's okay because at the end of the day, like that's still your money. Because if you're, we're not even get into that. But if you're like sole proprietor, you're LLC, a single person LLC, like at the end of the day, all that money goes back into just one um, tax form. But it's still not all yours. And I just wish more people would be realistic because as an outsider looking in before I started my own business, before I started content creation and all that, um, I wish I knew that there, there was a lot more money to be spent. Yep. When it's me. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I'm sick of seeing that. <laughs> like, I can't remember the exact podcast episode I did, but I was, the name of the podcast episode, if y'all want to go back and watch it is, um, business is hard af and i was just being really transparent and really honest and open with y'all about a lot of my numbers and about a lot of the stuff that i had going on because me and you we were just talking about this on the outside looking in it can seem like we have it all together and we don't maybe i don't if you're looking at my and this is one thing i always tell people especially my stories if you're looking at my instagram page if you're looking at my stories or whatever please do not compare yourself to me baby Mm-mm. please don't please don't this is not what you want to do because <laughs> i've got to figure it out but baby we in the same boat we really the are like boat. I, the same boat we in the same boat so please don't do that to yourself i am not one for you to compare like this is not we're not even in the same don't even do that right don't, don't <laughs> so our out. next question so we did slow cook crop pot we did the itis um your go-to so you know all of us we have that go-to soul food meal no matter what it never disappoints what is your go-to what keeps you motivated and inspired to being the businesswoman and the creative that you are today for being a creative honestly and this may sound like a little bit weird is to get off of social media Mm. like reset and with my friends and family so I have an amazing village and I will always say this I will scream their praises to the mountaintops until the day I die yeah um because they keep me grounded and they keep me in a mindset of knowing that my purpose is big and it's grand and it is always going to be a heavy load to carry but they constantly remind me I don't have to carry it alone. Yeah. And so I need that space to be able to reset, 
get offline, just be Taylor, just be Tay, just be Ladybug, <laughs> and not have to the pressure to perform or to show up as my best. Like I need that time to reset and just be poured into. Right. Um, because I pour so much online. Like I, I really be giving my all. <laughs> I really do. And sometimes that leaves me empty. So just to reset, I love reading. Um, I try to read a book a month. Sometimes it's two a month. Um, so reading, like getting out in nature, um, and just resetting, like with my girls, with my best friends, with my mom, and my dad, like just really going back to that ground foundation of family and my village and just knowing that if everything else goes away, like I still have a lot to be grateful for. And I have this village that has my back regardless. So I think that's my go-to is just any quality time I get to spend with family and friends, I'm unplugging. And I, honestly, that's when I create my best. So like today I, I was creating content. I didn't get on Instagram until after I finished creating all my content because a lot of times we can go into the spiral of consuming so much that we don't even have any creative juice to produce. Right. So getting outside of social media helps me to be able to produce more and it brings me back to me. What is what is Taylor without the influence of social media? What is her what does her content look like without the influence of social media? And a lot of my content, I'll say this on one of my lives, is inspired by music. I play music all day, every day. I dance in my house all day, every day because moving my body makes me feel good. I don't have to be good at it. It don't have to look good to you, but it makes me feel good and it brings me so much joy. And then I do that with my friends and my family. We'll have dance parties. Like me and my mom, we will have 30-second dance parties on a bad day, on a good day. Because moving your body gets it out. It gets all that emotion out. It gets whatever you're feeling out. Um, so yeah, that that really all that really, really helps me in therapy. <laughs> I love that. So last but not least is mm, that's good. So you know, once you take a body into some real good soul food, if it's good, you're probably gonna say that. Mm, that's good. So can you close out our episode with some words of wisdom for a current or an aspiring entrepreneur? This journey is yours and yours alone. Mm. However you decide to go about it is right because it's right for you. Never allow anything or anyone to deter you from what God has put in you and given you. God gives everybody a gift or gifts. Mm-hmm. Don't allow yours to go dormant from fear of failure or even fear of success. Yeah. You deserve love, joy, peace, and every other fruit of the spirit. So whatever it takes to get there, do that. Take care of you. Um, and be you. Yeah. <laughs> love that so much. We honestly couldn't have closed it out. No better way than that. Like. I'm not even going to put my mind on that. I'm not going to talk about it. Like, that was good. Y'all rewind it so you can hear that again. There's no wrong way. There's no wrong way. I love that. Thank y'all so much for tuning into another episode on the Responsible Homegirl podcast. Of course, y'all know I love to keep the conversation going. So comment below, how did you enjoy this podcast episode? Questions that you have. Y'all know I'm DM friendly. Whatever. Let's just talk about it. Last but not least, y'all know I always tell y'all with exposure, execution, and consistency, there is absolutely nothing you can't do. So see y'all soon and thank you so much for rocking with me. Bye. If you love the Responsible Homegirl podcast, there are plenty of ways to show your support. I have them also listed in the description box. One, leave us a rating or review. Two, email me a review of the podcast so that I can share on social media. Three, I have listed our PayPal where you can send whatever you feel led to send. Or four, by joining our Patreon, our exclusive community where we host book clubs and we talk about all things personal finance and entrepreneurship. Whatever you decide to do, just know that I am so grateful and I appreciate you for sharing the responsible homegirl with all your homegirls and all of your homeboys. Thank y'all so much.